Chronically Authentic, the podcast brought to you by Bean Water. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Chronically Authentic, the podcast where we share stuff with you. Just want to thank you for uh, hanging out with us on the podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. We're actually recording this on video to put up on the YouTube. So if you're not hanging out with us over on YouTube, come on. There's your invite. There, there it is. You can't see this because you're listening to me. But my hand is literally out. You're extending <laughs> an invitation. <laughs> literally. So um, I have a question for you. You remember that episode of Black Mirror, the one where it's like your social media status like dictates the kind of car you can drive, the house you can qualify to live in, and uh, the restaurants you can eat at and whatever. And in the episode, the girl has like a schmedium standing on socials. Like mm -hmm. it, I think it was like a score, like a, a, a number, like a this point that. It was like a 3.7 out of 5. Yeah, I don't know. But that was like the grading system. It was like, whatever. Anyway, um, and in the episode, the whole thing is like she gets invited to a wedding um, of a person that she used to be friends with who blew up on social media and has this really high rating. She does some like really deep thinking and is like, well, if if I go to this wedding with these really highly rated people thinking about all of the other really highly rated people mm -hmm. she was going to be around and how that was going to help her like cool points go up. And so like the whole episode is basically her falling on her face, trying to get to the wedding and her like status score keeps going down as she gets closer and closer to the location of the wedding. And like, Anyway, by the end of the episode, she ends up in jail with like a zero or whatever mm. because she had driven herself literally batshit crazy. I love this analogy already. Yeah. So anyway, you remember that episode? Mm -hmm. In that episode, is it the fault of social media that she went batshit? Or was it kind of to her own demise because she let herself get so out of hand because of a, a, a non-real-life digital scoring of your life? She put so much stock in that digital currency that she stopped being authentic to herself and was just trying to... People please. People please and like put on this like happy face all the time and go to the wedding and be the... I love everyone sort of person and not be herself, which I think at the end of the episode, that was the moral of the story is like she at the end of it, she was just like, I don't care about this shit anymore, basically. Yeah, because at some point during her journey to the wedding, she completely lost herself. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I feel like so many people feel like because they use an app that their life has to look a certain way. And. I posted a reel today um, of me just like going ham, cleaning the house, and the caption on the screen said, are you okay? You've been really quiet on socials. And in the caption, I was like, yeah, man, I'm just cleaning my house. But like social media shouldn't make you neglect 
the real things mm -hmm. in life. And, you know, at the end of the caption, I had said, you know, an app on your phone doesn't get to dictate whether or not you matter because you do. It's a choice to use an app. And I personally believe that if you get to a point where you feel less than because of something that isn't a requirement to live, I think it's time to reevaluate some things. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts? My thought is that we, I agree with you in that we've taken the social part out of social media because it seems like a lot of people would just rather share everything about themselves. Well, actually not everything. They would rather share all of the good things about themselves, none of the bad. The highlight reel. The highlight reel. But then also not interact with other people's things or like try to make friends. There's a there's a term for that. Hmm. It's called post and ghost. Yeah. And that that is not what social media was originally intended for. That's not what the internet was originally intended for. It was a way for people to connect. And email, you know, used to be a form of that where you, instead of being it only business or transactional, email used to be a way that friends would connect with each other. And where has that gone? It's gone straight to junk box because everything is junk mail. Honestly, my favorite thing about the internet to date is that it once was dial up and made that funny sound. <laughs> I was going to be like, can you like somehow like add that in? Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can add it in because process. I know it from heart. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I feel like personally, like social media has always been an artistic outlet for me. It And it's a place for me to seek inspiration for that artistic side and that creative part of my brain. And I realize sometimes like when I get stuck in the scroll, it's really hard when your brain is like learning new um, like methods of let me rephrase that. It's really interesting to watch in real time how your brain becomes addicted to something Yeah, because you start scrolling and scrolling and then you put your phone down. And it's like all you can think about is picking up your phone. And this was actually, you know, what's funny. This was actually one of the biggest things that was um, like a wake up call when I was still smoking mm -hmm. was that smoking was just this mindless task that I did. And um, part of the program that I used to quit was mindful smoking. And it's a six day thing. And I think on day four, it tells you to be mindful with smoking and you don't ever stop and sit and smoke a cigarette and think about the smoke coming off of the mm -hmm. end of the cigarette and what it smells like and what it looks like and what it tastes like and how it feels going into your lungs, all of which are bad. You don't like them. When we actually sit and think about that while you're puffing, on day four, I was ready to quit. But they tell you to smoke for the full six days. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of the same concept with being on your phone. And you're stuck in that scroll mentality it's you're not even consuming the content. You're just mindlessly doing an act of something. You look like you're having an epiphany over there. I learned the same exact thing about drinking because <laughs> the lady who wrote the book, This Naked Mind, Annie Grace, did an experiment where she, she sat in her closet basically with a bottle of uh, it was either liquor or wine 
And she was like, unobjectively, I'm just going to sit here and see what happens when I get drunk by myself with no stimulation outside of this room. My, not my phone, not my friends. Torture. She just sat there and was like, it was so fucking boring. And I felt like so much shit. It was not entertaining at all. Just think about the taste of it. If you don't have any added sugar or flavor to it. And just think about the sort of you're just like, I'm just sitting here drunk by myself like this is silly. It's because we need that mindless stuff. Like you're saying with the smoking, the mindlessness of it, the oh, I'm watching it. I'm doing it while I'm watching TV. I'm scrolling the Internet because it's not actually that thing. It's the mindlessness behind it that just continues our bad habits. You want to know what I've replaced my mindless habit with? What? Fitness. That's my mindless habit. I can just completely dissociate while I'm doing something that's beneficial for my mental health, my, my actual body. And actually one of my favorite things to just zone out and think about while I'm working out is being able to feel oxygen needed in my lungs because I'm out of breath and I don't smoke anymore. And I never really truly had an appreciation for like being able to inhale yeah. <laughs> air. And like that has, that was literally the thing that replaced all of those mindless tasks, which is why I like going for walks all the time. Mm -hmm. People are like, how do you walk five miles a day? How do you not? I zone the fuck out. I just appreciate where I'm at, where my feet are. Your mindless task has instead become an outlet and something healthy that you can do. <laughs> yeah, it has. Um, I, I, I was thinking about that while I was working out this morning that a lot of people don't even like this, which is why it's going to sound weird saying it out loud, is that burning feeling in your lungs when you just need air. Mm -hmm. And if you, I'm kind of weird in this sense where I love to read medical studies. And I read a study, it wasn't really a study, it was just an informative piece about what happens in the lungs when someone is actively drowning. And it's experienced that burning sensation because the, the parts in your lungs that are like gasping for air want the oxygen and it starts to burn. And you get that similar burn when you are in the middle of high mm. intense exercise. And it's so kind of like weird to think that like while you're working out, you're having the same feeling as someone who's experiencing dying. This got morbid. You're, you're starving yourself of oxygen. In yeah. A <sighs> Makes you want to take a deep breath, doesn't it? Yeah, I did. When you, first, when <laughs> yeah. you said, uh, I can't breathe or something like that, I was This got morbid. But anyway, yeah. the, the purpose of saying all of that is you get so lost in the mindlessness of social media that you forget to breathe. Like you find yourself having to like remind yourself to take a breath. Like, oh man, it's been... It's been a second. You find yourself taking those really deep breaths because you're not even doing an involuntary thing at that point. You're so deep in the mindlessness act that you're not even doing something that you have zero control over. Isn't can we just stop and acknowledge that for a second? You get so lost that and my, one of my friends said it so funny that you get caught being a shrimp hunched over and you look like the bell tower boy and your your jaws super tense yeah the your tongue's just like living up at the roof of your mouth and like you're not breathing social media has consumed your every living being which is literally the 
the algorithm's intention is it wants you to spend as much time in the app as you possibly can, but it's not the app's fault. We have to have self-accountability and we have to own, damn, I have scoliosis, I have brain damage from lack of oxygen, and my molars have been grinded down to stumps because I'm clenching my jaw so hard because I'm so lost in an app Mm -hmm. on a phone that I chose to put there. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And so anyway, back to the reel I posted today. In the caption, I'm, I'm explaining that social media is supposed to enrich your life. If it is not doing that, I think it's time to really evaluate your choices. And like I said, like you matter and an app doesn't get to dictate that. But some people really lose sight of that mm-hmm. and get stuck in the comparison of what somebody else's highlight reel looks like. That's all that that is at the end of the day is a highlight reel of someone's life. And if you compare yourself to that, you're never going to win because they're not showing you the bad parts. That's what I was going to say. Even if you're looking at someone's highlight reel and you never see an ounce of bad stuff, I want you to know this. Every single person that you see in scrolling on any platform has bad days. They have emotions. They cry. They get mad. They yell. They curse. They shit. They eat. They sleep. They do all of the same things that you do, that I do, that the neighbor over there does. Like they're human beings. Um, and guess what? So are you. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. You would never know that by looking at somebody's social media because they don't want you to see those dark unflattering sides of their life that everybody experiences and it makes people feel less than but that is a personal feeling that is on them you know i'm a big believer that your feelings are not only your responsibility they are yours to control and do with what you will Mm -hmm. and so i recently had a disagreement with somebody on who was essentially trying to blame poor mental health on social media Sure, yeah, you could pass the buck off and put it on an app that people made a decision to put on their phone. My argument is that there is no life requirement that you be on or take part in any form of social media. That is a decision that you make all on your own. And if it becomes too much, like any other form of addiction, maybe it's time to either one, get help, at a bare minimum, get off the apps. But if you find that you delete an app and then you immediately download it 20 minutes later or less than 24 hours later, that's a problem. And in my opinion, I think you need help. I have a personal experience with this back in like 2020, 2021. Um, there was a lot of like dark things happening in our country and in the world. And I let those things get to me on the internet and really bother me. And I had a problem with Facebook and Instagram where I was obsessive and they call it doom scrolling. I was doom scrolling and I had to literally uninstall the apps because it was too much for me, but I had to take that action in order to get away from that. And I felt better. I told you like the next day or like, you know, a week later, I was like, I feel so much better that I'm not paying attention to this sort of stuff. And once it passed, you know, I was able to reevaluate what I was consuming and how it was affecting me personally. And I came back to it and have for the most part been fine since then. I was literally going to ask you, what did you do? during that tolerance break so to speak Mm -hmm. like what what did you use your time for 
So that time, that time specifically, I remember I started playing more guitar and like making like guitar related videos and just started doing something that I was passionate about outside of social media that brought me joy. And it was a way I started recording the videos of myself and putting them on YouTube. And so really, in a way, it opened up my creativity and I found another passion of mine that was playing music and making videos like that. And that stuff translated years later into what I'm doing now. But that was the start of it is like getting away from the bad parts of social media and leaning into the good sides of it, the creativity part of it, the um, interacting part of it with other people and sharing things. I think that um, like I'm going to speak from a woman's perspective. I think that it's really easy to see other women, whether they are influencers or actresses or musicians or they're in a happy relationship they just have something in their life that you feel like you don't mm -hmm. and as women we love to like a lot of us like to victimize ourselves and think that we're not capable of having those things um but i'm a not only a believer, I'm literally living proof that if you want something bad enough and you're willing to work hard, it'll happen. And I kind of look at everything that I've gone through over the last three years and like, I mean, honestly, I would have just been dead. And I look at all of the things that I've come back from, from the point of wanting to die. Mm -hmm. That took a lot of hard work. Um, and, you know, I made a point on my stories today too, that like, if any person who ever had an idea just laid around on their couch all weekend and did nothing, we would literally have nothing. There would not be homes. There would not be electricity. There wouldn't be phones. There wouldn't be the internet. We wouldn't have in and out Burger. Like we wouldn't have mm -hmm. anything because all of the things that we have and love all required someone to have an idea and a desire to go after it and a lot of hard work and dedication to make it happen. Like Matt and I were having this conversation the other day. Like, look at Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. Like your favorite musician had to bust ass to get where they are. So I'm not like, I'm not going to stay here and be like anti-hustle culture right. because like we would literally like fucking Nirvana. Are you kidding? Like we wouldn't even know who they are. <laughs> Well, also, how many years did they spend playing up in Seattle, Washington as some obscure grunge garage band until they broke through? It takes a lot of work behind the scenes that people don't see. When you see a 30 second clip or a 20 minute video on YouTube, you're not seeing the hours of the behind the scenes work and prep and editing. And like you just get a glimpse into it and people don't see that when they see things on the Internet. Personally, this is giving, oh, my God, you have such a nice butt. Oh, I'm glad you see that. But I put in tons and tons. I mean, I work out as much as people go to work for a salary mm -hmm. because that's how much being fit means to me because I got goals. I got booty gang goals, you know. So if I want to have a big fat ass, guess what? I got to work, bitch. Yeah, but also along with your fitness journey and the hard work that you put in in the fitness, you apply that same amount of work ethic into your actual business, too. And a lot of people are okay with dedicating time to a 40 or 50 hour a week job. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Literally no one is saying there's anything wrong with that. But if you want to have an extra business or two or 
fuck it, start your own, then there are avenues that you can go and hustle to go get that. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I just don't agree with people trying to make people feel bad because they want more. Like me wanting something for my life and, and openly like, fuck, this is chronically authentic. That means I'm going to share it all. Good, bad, ugly, and different. If I choose to put that out on my platform to my community that somebody just so happens to be a part of, they don't get to blame me for having fucking goals. Mm -hmm. If you don't like what I'm doing, there's a, there's a button that you press to be here. You can press it again to go like is in my brain. It's literally that simple. You made a choice. It seems to me like you don't like the choice that you made, but you're trying to fault me because I'm making choices for my own life. Wow. Well, good luck with that. Jacoby from Papa Roach said, everybody wants to see you do well until you do better than them. Facts. He also said, I tear my heart open. I sold myself shut. You sold yourself shut? I sold myself, period. Sorry. I think he said, I sewed myself shut. We could do an entire episode of lyrics that Matt doesn't know. <laughs> but for real. So back to the Black Mirror episode. Mm -hmm. You have the power at any point in time to stop yourself from getting to the end of that episode of being batshit crazy by a series of your own choices that takes looking in the mirror. I'm like, where's the camera? That means that you have to look in the mirror and say, wow, when I do that, I don't feel good. Maybe I should stop. And if you can't stop, ask someone for help. Literally ask a friend, say, I'm having a hard time deleting this app and I need you to do it for me. I can't not uninstall this app. Take my phone away. An accountability partner for yeah, social you've media. Yeah, you got to do what you have to do. But what you can't do is blame other people for making decisions for their life that you don't like. You don't get to control other people. You only get to control you. So best advice that anyone will ever give you is stay in your own lane. Worry about yourself. I deserve an award for that. And live long and prosper. Fucking rocket science. <laughs> it's on you. You are responsible for you. You can't blame. I have anxiety. I have PTSD. I have all of these things, but none of those things are an excuse for my poor behavior. None of those things are a reason for me to point a finger at somebody else and say, well, they're the reason I'm like that. No, I'm in charge of me and my thoughts and my things. I have to learn how to change those things about myself and stop blaming and victimizing myself. <gasps> And what do you think, wackus bonkus? Kill him. It's your responsibility. You can apply that same logic to any single thing in your life, really, whether it be your career, your family, your personal, private goals. Your garden. Your garden. Yeah, seriously, garden. Because you got to put good vibes and water on that thing for it to grow. But... You can apply that to everything. If something is not working for you, you have the choice to leave at any moment, whether that be a job, whether that be a restaurant that you really like going to that has changed things and you don't agree with it. Like any area of your life. Not you saying have a any choice. names here. First watch. Yeah. It's just li living in that place, living in that mindset, living in that victim mentality has literally 
never gotten anyone anywhere. It only ends at the same place that Lady in the Black Mirror episode ended up at. That's where it ends every time. In jail. Batshit crazy. Well, for some people, yeah. That bitch got locked up. They won't let her out. A lot of song references today. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. I just was definitely in my feels after that disagreement. And the more I really, truly think about it or spent time like in thought over it, I kept going. I kept thinking about that Black Mirror episode and how she literally let it drive her mad. And when she finally got to her friend's wedding, her friend was like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? The, because the person that she was trying to impress had no idea what the hell she was doing. The name of that episode, it's season three, episode one. And the name of the episode, get this, it's called Nosedive. She had no shit. So if you want to know a little bit more insight on that story and you haven't seen it, go check it out. I think it's still up on Netflix. I think I know what we're watching tonight. Yeah, I'd love to watch it. It's a good episode. Um, but yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like I said earlier, you matter and an app on your phone doesn't get to determine that it will never determine that, you know, at the end of the day, the internet could go down tomorrow and you'll never hear from us again. And that'll be that. And guess what? Doesn't matter. That stupid app on your phone where you think that because someone has a million followers, they're a better person than you when they probably are not. The only thing you're going to have left is the person you see in the mirror every day and the people that are closest to you. It ain't going to be them internet strangers. They're not coming in to save you. Nope. So what does that mean? That means you need to take care of yourself first and foremost before anything. And if you're going to be on social media You know, I'm going to tell you, you better show up authentically because I'm sick of looking at fake ass shit, man. I want to know what makes you tick. You know, like you're upset today. Why? Let's talk about that because feelings are fucking normal. And I'm so sick of people acting like having feelings is like basically means that you have social plague and like you deserve no respect or reputation Mm. whatsoever. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I will be the person who murders that opinion. I hope so. Well, people keep that shit pent up too and feel like they can't express it for that reason. Listen, I know it's so cliche when you hear people say like, you can do whatever you want in this world, but literally you can. And the hang up on that is in your brain where you think that, well, I can't really do whatever I want. Yeah, you can. Who's going to stop you? I could literally get up and twerk on my desk right now. No one is going to stop me. Especially not me. (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't know. That's all I'm saying is like you really just need to take care of yourself first. And if you are going to participate in social media and you get to that not so good place mentally. Don't be there like you wouldn't go to a party with a bunch of people you don't like. That's literally how you should look at social media. If you're looking at a bunch of people you don't like or that make you feel bad. Why are you looking at them and looking at their shit? That's a really good point. That's a good uh, barometer for who you're following on social media, I think. Yeah. You're, what you look at, what you consume 
is completely within your control. If looking at people given, I don't know, a tour of their 19 room home like bothers you, unfollow that person and go find content that serves you. If you need motivational speaking, guess what? It exists on social media. What? You like to paint pretty pictures of trees? Guess what? There are people on the internet who paint pretty pictures of fucking trees and you can go watch their content. You know, actually I was scrolling TikTok not that long ago and I came across a lady's live and she was literally in tears so grateful because she had up to 450 viewers in there at once. And it was like the most people that had ever been in there. And she was like, and I'll probably never have this many again. And she's like, oh, sorry. I'm like, I've lost my place with her painting. And it was the most like, it was so, so cute. But like that should be how social media makes you feel. It shouldn't make you feel less than. And if it does, if you feel like you are one of those people when you open your phone, by the time you're closing it, you feel bad, please fucking reevaluate what you're looking at. Like for your sake, for the people around you, because when you start feeling that way, man, it rubs off in your, in your real life. Because when he was looking at all that political shit a couple years ago, I wanted to strangle him. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I don't want to hear about it. Like, I'm sick of hearing about it. <laughs> so that's my spiel for you this week. Go, so, you know, it's Friday. Go out into your weekend and just worry about yourself. Live the life that's going to make you happy. And I know, like, hearing that, it seems like, oh, well, it's easier said than done. No, it really is that easy. Just do it. You know that fucking Shia LaBeouf video where he's all like, <gasps> do it. Do what, Shia? If you're listening to this, you can't see that I just literally jumped up <laughs> out of my chair to do that. But like, yeah, you just, bro, just go out into your life and live it and quit blaming other people for the things not going your way. Just quit. Any last words, mister? No, I think you, I think Shia LaBeouf pretty much nailed it there at the end. (laughs) Just do it. I just want to thank you guys for hanging out with us and listening. And if you are watching us, you'll notice that our microphones are affixed to a very strange object because they don't sound as clear when they're clipped to us. Mm -hmm. So we have remedied that situation. And so I thought it would be a really fun idea to every week uh attach the microphones to a different object because i just think it would be funny so when we put these up on youtube you'll be able to see what they are but i want to find a way where we can like maybe like tap the mic on them and if you're listening to the podcast you can comment what you think what does that sound like what does that sound like so i don't know that's just my personality being silly yeah it sounds like a tennis racket (laughs) so make sure you subscribe and Follow along in the podcast, which comes out Fridays every week. Hang out with us over on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel, Nikki underscore beans. You can find me on Instagram, same handle and TikTok. Just come over, hang out with me anywhere you can and continue the conversation. I'm dying to know your thoughts on everything we talked about today with social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, good, bad, ugly, wrong, right? Who cares? Come talk to me. Love y'all. See ya. Bye.